Uh, my name is Sizu again. Um, I'm excited tonight um, on our 12th edition of the candidate conversations. Um, I am really excited um, because we've got a lovely guest. Um, she's very bubbly and uh, she's very talkative. Um, I, I didn't think she is, but she is um, very exciting to hear from her. Um, she's very young. And um, I believe that there's um, a lot of information that we are going to extract from him. And um, just before I, I, I introduce her as our guest tonight, um, I just want to um, welcome everyone that is sitting and watching from home. Um, I hope that you are going to enjoy this session um, as we have come a long way from the first edition. Now we are on the 12th, um, the 13th is still coming. Uh, but this one is very hot and um, I believe and trust that we are going to get a lot of encouragement from the candidates, um, the guests that we are having tonight. And um, if you listen, um, I think we're going to be inspired and um, we're going to be at ease as well because she, she speaks uh, very exciting even when she does and uh, knowledgeable as well. Um, so when I was speaking with her um, during the course of the week, um yeah i can promise you um she's very lovely um yeah without any further ado um hope mutekwe is going to be our guest tonight um hope zuri say hi Suzu, how are you i am well how are you you're disappointing me i'm speaking your show now you're not responding what a boy yeah no that's what i expected <laughs> Um, and I also understand that you speak a bit of Afrikaans as well. Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, maybe shout out to the people that are watching just in Afrikaans. Uh, okay. Or, hello, guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, there's a bit of Afrikaans that is going on. And the reason why she, she kind of speaks Afrikaans and understands Afrikaans is... Um, she went to an African school um, where everybody was speaking African. So she had to kind of learn and adapt and understand a bit of Africans here and there, um, which is nice as well. I, I love learning languages and um, I think I must learn Africans as well. What do you think? Is it difficult? Um, no, well, uh, it's not difficult to understand. It's a bit difficult to talk, but to understand it's not. Yeah, and, and when they speak Africans, it's too fast. Yeah, well, when they speak any language you don't understand, you think like they're speaking too fast. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. But are you well? Are you well? How was your day? I'm well. My day was busy, but I'm well. All right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Um, just maybe to, to, to begin things off, Please tell us of, of who you are. Um, I've got a bit of an understanding of who you are, but if, if, if tell us who you are at a personal level so that you can have a bit of an understanding as to who is Hope Mudegwe before we get into the nitty gritty uh, part of things. All right, um, my name is Hope. Um, I'm very young, like you said. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a friend. <laughs> I'm a student, a candidate at Endunamo. Um, I'm an article clerk as well. I'm in my third year of articles at BDO. 
Uh, well, I enjoy spending time with family. I enjoy playing board games. I enjoy sports, kind of, or exercising in a way, not sports. I enjoy exercising. Um, I enjoy TV, especially your telenovelas, you know, The River, you know, all those things, The River, The Queen. I enjoy watching those a lot. Yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. I enjoy talking, like you said. Yeah, yeah. No, you do. Um, if maybe you can talk about um, your instruments. Um, I understand oh. that you're playing instruments. Yes. Okay. So when I went to high school and I was in grade eight, uh, back in the Zoom, we used to call it Form 1, we had to choose um, what we called a practical subject and what we called optional. So for optional subjects, I chose accounting. And then for practical subjects, I chose music. I couldn't, okay. I can't sing even to save my life. So that's why I chose music because <laughs> I, <laughs> I wanted to learn how to sing. But yeah, I didn't, well, it didn't really help my singing, but I, at some point I was able to play the piano. I could play your marimba. I could play your, um, your mbira. We call it mbira in Shona. I think in English, it's the African piano. You know, it looks like a, like a pot or a heart, and then it's got those keys that you play like this with your thumbs. Yes, mostly. Yes. You actually play with your thumbs. So at some point, I used to be able to play all those things, but that's um, that's a long time ago. So I can't play those things anymore. I can still play my rimba if you give me, but the piano, nah, I can't. Um, I used to be able to read music notes. So, you know, all those signs that you see, those are actually yeah, notes. Yeah. And when you're playing a piano, you have to calculate those to see which note you're going to play and all that. So yeah. I used to be able to calculate all those things, but um, not anymore because I guess accounting took over. <laughs> I hope. I was, I was hoping that we can organize some album of some sort with your music skills. Ah, no. That can, well, that can be arranged. I'm sure if we, you, there's YouTube these days, you see. Back in those days, YouTube was not, it was there, but it was not easily accessible. But now, yeah. I'm sure when you, you go on YouTube, we can just, uh, it'll take us a few hours. We, we could do it. So your music career is, is done? Our music career is done, closed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now let us go on to your accounting career. Um, you, you start off living in Zimbabwe um, with your family yeah. there, and yeah. I understand that you, 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 your family starts to re relocate. They come to South Africa, and that's where your your, your career kind of kicks off. Yes. Um, so my parents relocated when I was fourteen, and I was going into grade um, grade ten. They well going from grade nine in Zim, coming into grade 10. So my dad looked for the nearest school to where we were staying, and that was an African school. So I was enrolled into an African school where you could only do two languages. You either have English home language and Afrikaans first additional, or you have Afrikaans first language and English home language. So by default, I fell on the English home language and Afrikaans first additional. So yes. yeah, that's where I got to learn Afrikaans. And then we had to choose um, subjects that we wanted to do. And I chose accounting, I chose um, business studies, I chose CAT. But uh, why I chose this is because like when I was 10 years old, I had the word accountant. There was a guy who used to stay at home in the back room and the guy used to work for a bank. So he was 
training to be an accountant. So when he was telling my parents, or oh, I don't know who he was telling that he's an accountant, and I'm like, I like that word. I think I think it's cool being an accountant. I had no Did idea he what an accountant that he has money? Is. No, he didn't mention that he has money. <laughs> okay. But he worked for a bank, so I think money was at his disposal. <laughs> so I like the word accountant, and from there, it has always been, okay, when I grow up, I want to be an accountant. And when you do those essays at school, it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up or what I want to be when I grow up? For me, it was always accountant. And at that age, if you had to ask me, what does an accountant do? I had no idea. All I knew is they work with numbers if they work in a bank and they work with money. That's all I knew. So, and then we came to South Africa. I chose accounting. I struggled quite a lot in high school with maths and Afrikaans. But fortunately for me, I passed math and I was able to enroll for an accounting degree at UJ. Went to UJ, started studying accounting. It was going on very well. And then um, I finished my degree on record time. And then, but because I wasn't on a CA stream, I had to bridge my degree. So I did a BCTA at UJ and yeah, that's when things got real. <laughs> that's you started when failing things, now. Oh, I remember I, I, I'd never written, a, actually I'd never gotten a 60% or below in my whole oh. years, in, from first year right up until third year. Like if I show you my transcript, my lowest mark is a 65. So first I'll, I'll be waiting on the email. I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll even highlight <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, then so, it's okay. First semester on BCTA, we get a, what did I get? I think it was a 30. I'm like, huh? What's happening? This is not you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. And I had to write subs. I think I wrote three subs in first semester. And for me, it was quite challenging, honestly, emotionally even, because um, I had never written a sub. I mean, I'd never gotten below a 65. So you're telling the student who was who not an A student as such, but was also not a 50% student, to go write a sub, it was something else for me. Um, yeah. I wrote the subs, I passed, and we had to move on. And then in that same year, I also got married. So that also took its toll. And um, came November, we wrote final exams, BCTA. I passed, passed everything, but I couldn't qualify for CTA. Mm. What was the plan? UNISA, that's when UNISA opened um, that one year plan, if you have a BCTA less than two years, blah, 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 you can go straight to CTA too. I'm like, oh, well, let's jump onto CTA too. We went on to CTA too. The plan initially at the beginning of the year was let's just do um, CTA too. We're not going to work. We're not going to do anything. We're going to focus on CTA. But well, things took a different turn when I got an offer from this auditing firm and they offered me to do articles. It's a small auditing firm in Riddleport. And I'm like, yay, why not? Let's start. And then there yes. I was. It's my first time studying part-time. I am not used to studying part-time. It's my first time working. It's my first year in marriage. So things didn't go so well in 2016. I didn't pass. And it was also quite, it was quite stressful. Um, I remember when results came out, I didn't have the gut to check the results. So my husband checked and he's like, oh, well, you failed. And I looked at his oh. face, I'm like, nah, this guy's playing. I didn't fail. He just he's just trying to it can't, you know. You are thinking it can't be you because you're used into getting good marks, eh? Yeah. I'm like, I know I struggled, but I, I couldn't have failed. I'm sure I got a 50 somewhere. 
and yeah. yeah and then i later on checked and then oh well i had failed and um it was quite devastating failing is always devastating and okay. then the plan do you do, 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 yes do, do do you think maybe um getting married working at the same time and doing cta at the same time you could maybe change that now when you look back or you still maybe prefer that it went um, accordingly? Um, okay, that's quite a question. So <laughs> what I think is, um, it's just a case of discipline. I think I wasn't disciplined enough. And yes. I wasn't used, I was used to waking up and sitting on my desk to study. So now to tell me that I wake up, I go to work, I come back, I have to sit down and study. But you know how it is when you come back from work, you're tired and all that. So yeah. the truth there was I wasn't disciplined. I didn't give it enough time. I didn't give CTA enough time. That's what I would say. So if I were to do it again, I would do it again. I would go back to first year of articles, first year of CTA and first year of marriage. But however, I would just incorporate discipline in it. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, you're still sharing to say that your husband was looking at your results and then you're kind of failing. Yeah, so, okay, we then sat down. It's like, what's the way forward? You failed. I'm like, yeah. there's no way forward. We're going back again. We went back again, 2017. Um, I registered for CTA2 again. And then a few months into the year, I discovered I was pregnant. So I honestly didn't have the guts to go back and deregister. And I'm like, okay, let's just, let's just go through the year. Let's see what happens. We went through the year. It was quite well. I was passing my tests. I like I passed. I qualified for everything, but came exam time. I couldn't write because um I was due. That's when I was due. So I gave birth during when people were actually writing one of the exams. So I deferred all my exams. I wrote in January, and I passed three. I failed two. That was now 2018 January. And for me, this yes. was a wake up call to say, you know what? If we really want this, we can't be taking any more chances. We can't be, yeah. oh yeah, Yunusa also had that third attempt rule then. So I'm like, I'm on my third attempt, I can't be taking risks. So what do we do? What's the way forward? Let's yeah. quit articles. Let's try focus on CTA this year. Um, and fortunately my husband was very supportive. He even encouraged yes. I take um, extra lessons. So I took extra lessons with Edge Business School. Sorry, At the same time, yeah, I love dogs. I love dogs. <laughs> um, so at the time you are quitting your job, um, is it not um, impacting maybe your finances and then taking a toll on you as well? Okay, it did impact finances. Um, but yeah. what it did, well, like I said, fortunately, I have a very supportive husband. He was like, look, you could still go to work and still get that little bit of money but um, you know that you always be on a lower salary scale because you don't have CTA. So we'd rather take the knock now, make sure you get it. And in the next few years, probably next year when you have it, your salary scale will obviously go up. And in the meantime, I will cover everything. And he did, and we survived. Yeah, and you finally passed CTA as well. Yes. So in 2018, um, 2018, I was very disciplined by 10 o'clock in the morning because I had a small baby. So I couldn't really be in the library by seven. But by 10 o'clock, I'll be in the library. 
And then um, I think towards the beginning of the year, I'll come back home around five, six. But towards exam, well, I'll come back around 11 sometimes in the night. Yeah. Um, and then what also happened in 2018 was a week before my exams, I fell sick. So when I fell sick, I just thought it's something small. I'm probably tired and stressed. Let me go home and rest. I couldn't yes. sleep that night. Next morning, went to the doctor. The doctor is like, you know what? You are really sick. And we need to, we need to have an emergency surgery on you. I asked them, but can we not have it in the next two weeks? Because I have exams coming up. He's like, nope, mm. I can advise. I will strongly advise you to defer those exams. And I was like, okay, it's cool. Um, let's have the surgery. So I didn't defer my exams. I had the surgery. Um, the day after I was, I think exams started a few days after I was discharged from hospital. So I went to ride still. And fortunately, yeah, fortunately, I passed, well, I passed four and I got a sub for accounting. And for me, that was, it was big victory because I'd never passed four modules in CTA and I never got a sub. <laughs> so that was big victory. Like I celebrated, but deep down, it was painful because I had to pick myself up again and to write the sub the and study again for the sub. Yeah. But, um, I guess I, I just told myself, look, we have to do this. It's better a sub than to redo the year again. So yes. I wrote my sub. Thankfully, I paused. And yeah, that's how we got CTA. Okay. Um, in about in about 10 minutes, hope we are going to be taking questions. I know you okay. love talking. And I, I, <laughs> I they will love your answers, surely. Um, but I just okay. want us to, to, to come back to, to, to ITC. At the time yes. you are writing ITC, um, did you have any struggles? Yes, so I wrote ITC twice. Um, the first time was June 2019. My biggest struggle there was that um, I was working and then I only got leave two weeks before exams. And Is it not enough? Then, sorry? Is it not was enough? Was it not enough? Uh, no, it was not enough. <laughs> okay. I think if it was a case where you're writing in January um, and you pass CTA in December, it might have been enough. But um, remember, there was almost six months since I studied. So, of course, I tried to study in between, but it was not enough. For me, it was not enough. And I could see, you know, you can tell. Like, even when you're studying or when you're going to write, you can see that here, my chances are slim. So... Yeah. Even when I left the exam room, I knew it, that things here didn't go so well. So, yeah. and when results came out, I was right. Things had not gone so well. And a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, um, when I was talking to her, she said to me, you know what, go to Endunamo. I'm like, no, Lungi, but Endunamo is so expensive. I mean, I can't, like, that's too much. She's like, you won't regret it, my friend. Go, just call Rendani, talk to him. If you feel it's too expensive, make a payment plan. And I did call Rendani, I spoke to him. He said, okay, it's fine, Hope, you can pay in bits and pieces as long as you finish by a certain date. And I went to Endulamo and for me, that was like, I was amazed at the lecturing team. Like, I was like, wow, I never knew all those things when I did CTA. I'm like, yeah. where were you guys? <laughs> <laughs> yes, is that, is, is that what stood out for you? I think what stood out, three things stood out for me. The first one was, okay, three things in one. Let me put it like that. It was the lecturing okay. team. 
so it was how they how they kind of formed the connection with us so it was it was hard to miss the neck because yeah you know if you miss a class for instance kumu would pick up would pick on you for missing class so and it's how they made certain things make i don't know make sense in a way like it's how they used to explain concepts how they how they lectured and for me it was it was wow and then the third thing was their exams and their tutorials those were quite tough but they stood out because they trained me by the time i had to write itc in january this year i knew i'm prepared like i knew i've covered every single thing like you know it's that point where you know that you know what there's no trick that psych i can bring that i don't know like i now know everything or i know 90 yeah. percent so that stood out for me it's how they covered the syllabus how how we were covered in general yeah so you you went to the to, to the exam with that confidence that i've covered 90 percent so it should be sufficient yes. for you, even though you didn't have much time yes. to, to to cover yes. everything so your confidence contributed to to you as well yes, coming to the exams. I, All right, I was I was very confident. I was very confident walking in and walking out. Yeah, wow. All right. Now you are finally getting your ITC. What, what value did it bring to you? What value did it bring to you passing ITC? Okay, so obviously the money increased. <laughs> so the, the I hope that is not the, I hope I that is not the only value. reason why you chose CASA. Is it not? I think it is. I mean, we have money. Oh. I'm joking. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I think um in the process I started enjoying the the whole CASA, the idea of a CASA. I started enjoying even the things that um, the CSA could bring, the idea of yeah. what it brings when you have those four letters, I enjoy that. And, um, but anyway, like you said, the, the biggest value to me is the fact that I'm one big exam closer. So it's like one down, one more to go. So I'm one, I'm one step closer to being a CASA. So for me, that, that gave me so much comfort, that gave me so much joy to say, okay, ITC is done. We have one more to go, then we put this to bed. Yeah, so you, you take it as a step and a, a motivation to, to you to say, um, just this one, and then I'm left yes. with one, and then that, that's yes. almost about it. What do you think um, the CSA designation, the brand, is going to bring to you once you obtain it? Okay, um, the CSA brand, so what I think it brings to me is a whole world of possibilities. Yeah. Um, it's a whole world of choice. I'll be, I'm, I will be spoiled of choice once I have that. Um, I don't have to be limited to being an auditor only or to being in tax only, or I can do anything as long as it's in the finance industry. I can work yeah. anywhere in the finance industry. I can, like, I've got, I'm spoiled of choice. So that's, that's what I think it brings to me, or that's what it actually brings to me. And that that respect that it just brings to say, the minute you open your mouth, people are going to say, people are going to listen to you in the boardroom because, hey, she's a CASA, let's hear what she has to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what, what do you currently do? Um, what are you currently doing at um, the, the working environment? 
Also, oh, currently, I'm a, I'm an auditor. I'm an external auditor. I'm doing my third year of articles at BDO. Um, yes, I I, I enjoying that because I've got an understanding that you are you are also, I think in December you are writing your APC exam. Is is that so? Um, how are you enjoying, or if not, what's the struggle in you working and also preparing for the exams? Okay, so for APC, um, apart from the Indianama lecturing team um, claiming our weekends every weekend, <laughs> uh, I can't really complain. The program is quite good. It's, it's very comprehensive, it's very intense. So I enjoy the program and I really look forward to writing um, APC in December. And then in terms of work, the program does clash with work deadlines a lot and all that. But I think I've, have, I've had understanding managers to say, hey, so I'm going to be on leave. So I'm not going to be available in this week because I'm writing an assessment. Um, but so far it's been a very good experience. That year, year has been challenging in articles. It's been very challenging, I won't lie. And adding APC on it, it's like adding what paraffin to the fire. So it's been <laughs> kind of challenging here. But um, what gives me joy once again is the fact that I'm almost there. It's just one more month to go, then we close at work, we write APC, then we get to enjoy the festive. Yeah. Um, how difficult is it, APC? How difficult is it? Okay. Um, <laughs> For, I think it is difficult in the sense that it's very subjective. So there's no clear cut answer. There's no clear cut rule to say, this is the question. The question is for 50 marks. Are you going to get 25 to pass? It's not like that. APC depends on- So it should on, be interesting. Uh, it, is, it is quite interesting in terms of there's no, there's no really wrong or right answer. It all depends on how you argue your answer or how you support whatever you're writing. But on the other hand, it depends on who's, how you please the marker. So if I write and I support my answer and the marker feels like, mm, maybe she does know what she's talking about, then you get to pass. Yeah. If they yeah. feel like, ah, you know what, I'm not so sure about what this person was writing, then well, unfortunately you don't get to pass. Comes the problem. So the, the most difficult part of APC is the fact that it's subjective. That's the most difficult part. Otherwise, it's quite interesting. Um, we've had very interesting industries we've had to research on. And it was quite like insightful to say, oh, well, this is what happens in the technology industry. This is what happens in the airport companies. So it's yes. been quite interesting. Okay. Um, um, Hope, um, I, I think with regards to, to, to the training of, of, of a chartered accountant, it's really mm -hmm. rigorous. Um, yes. really intense and sometimes yes. difficult. You, you get knocked a lot of times. Um, yes. the, the lessons that you are learning in this training, are you, are you getting lessons that you can apply outside maybe being in office? Is there benefits that you get outside the, the, the work, the academic part of things with this training that maybe you enjoy? Definitely. Definitely. Um, so I think for me, um, there's been training on how to deal with people. And when I say training, I don't mean like you sit down and you get trained, but it's the people dynamics that you go through at work and that you have to handle. It will train you or it will teach you how to deal with people. It will teach you people skills. 
there's been I've been trained on resilience. You see, um, with all those failures that I've gone through, with sometimes you do a working paper and the manager's like, what's this? Like, what is this? And you have to redo things. So you learn to be resilient. You learn to know that, look, this is difficult, yes, but it has to be done and I'm going to do it. And we're going to get past this. We're going to sign this audit. We're going to give this client what they need and we move on. So there's been training on people skills. There's been training on resilience. There's been training on discipline or in the biggest one, time management. There's been training on time oh. management. You can't just be like, uh, oh, well, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow because the client- Or even apply things. the African time. No, 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 no. There's no African time in this. In, there's no time for African time in this industry. It's, yeah. If you say you are going to be in the meeting by nine o'clock, you must make sure five minutes to nine, you are in there, you're waiting for the client. So there's been training on quite a lot of things. Yeah. Um, um, we will start to take questions um, in a moment or so. Um, okay. Just to be, yeah, just to begin with, um, I have um, Ushilongi. Um, let me do this. I have Ushilongi. She says we have an ITC um, preparatory exam over the weekend. Any tips? They are writing oh, yes. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, any tips oh, yes. do you have? Are you laughing? No, I'm not laughing. I'm actually excited. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I, I remember last year this time, I was in your shoes. I was also writing ITC prep exams. Um, so the biggest tip that I can give you is relax. Um, especially if you're in ITC. One thing you need to be sure of is you, you've covered the syllabus. I mean, you covered it in CTA. You covered it again in ITC preparations. So you've got this, you need to relax, you need to calm down, you need to drink water, make sure you are at the venue on time, choose the best spot in that room. Oh, are you, oh it's not, it's, it's, it's virtual now, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, okay, so that doesn't apply. So make sure you're settled, you're in your best spot at home, if it's your office, if it's your desk, make sure you're settled. And then when you get a question you don't know, do not panic, move on to the one you know. Um, that always worked for me. So I realized when I, whenever I started with questions that I don't know, you get messed up, your, your head gets messed up and you mess up the entire paper. So if you see something you don't know, don't panic, move on, do what you know, and then come back to that one that you don't know. And trust me, um, you always have the answer. The answers are in there. It's either they're in your book somewhere or they're in your mind somewhere. You just need to sit down, relax, recollect your thoughts. It'll all come back. Um, it's going to be a stressful weekend. I won't lie. It's a long day. Uh, so yeah, get enough rest tonight. Do not try and do an all-nighter tonight and crash course. That's not going to work. You're going to be tired tomorrow. So you need to get enough rest. You need to get yeah. enough rest. At, at the time that you were, you were writing these, um, were they beneficial for you when you're looking at your um, final attempt into ITC? Now you are trying to look back at those preparatory exams. Do you think that they, they really prepared you for that exam? You know what, Suzwe? I'll be very honest. Yes. If I had okay. not written those exams, I would not have passed. Oh. I would not have passed. Because as much as um, those guys, Rendani and Kumu and all of those guys covered the syllabus with you in class, you will not know what you know or what you don't know unless you test it. Okay. So 
the process of sitting down and saying, right, I'm writing now. And you realize that, okay, you don't know this. Okay, you do know this. That process helps a lot. And what helps even more um, is when they do the exam reviews. We used to have classes, I'm sure they do now, where we then sit down and go through the paper that we wrote. And I remember I used to fight with Rendani a lot and Kumo used to pick up on me a lot in those sessions to say, but oh, why did you write such an answer? And to be honest, when I was writing auditing in ITC, I could hear Kumu speaking to me or laughing at me for writing such an answer. Or I could hear Rendani arguing with us to say, no guys, you're overthinking this. So those, those exams, they help, they are live to me for nice. ITC. And the other thing is when we wrote ITC, I remember, um, I think it was paper two, the last three papers in general, all of myself and all of the other Andrew Namo guys, we were so joyful because oh. most of the things that came, Rendani or Kumu or Mother Donke had taught us those things. They had told us and they told us they are going to trick you with A, B, C, D, but be prepared. So when I left, when we left those exams, I remember at one point we were standing in the car park and we were almost like dancing to say, we know this, we did this. It was in paper one, it was in paper yeah. two. So guys, yeah. take, those, take those exams seriously. They do count a lot. They will help you a lot. Okay, just a quick one. Um, Shilong is asking that, um, what do you suggest? Yeah, Shilong, um, what, what do you suggest um, should I take those under strict exam conditions and should I also be looking on my notes or just strict exam conditions? But what, what do you think? Um, I did strict exam. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, we are in a virtual environment. So yeah. I never had the option of looking, you know, in my books or in my notes. So, um, but um, I think you need to do it under strict exam conditions because it's gonna train your brain to fight. Remember, um, it's not that what makes you fail, it's not that you don't know. It's just that your brain is not used to fighting under exam conditions. You're not, oh. used, to, you're not used to fighting against time. You're not used to fighting against the pressure in an exam condition. Um, you're used to sitting at home and getting a question and looking at it again and then drinking water and then going to the fridge and then going to the TV and then coming back and then answering the question. So you're used to the questions or you're used to the content in a relaxed environment. But when you do it under strict conditions, it's training your brain to fight. Whenever it sees something it doesn't recognize, you're training yourself to fight. You, it's like you, you're telling it, you know, no, man, you can't give up, go deep, think. So strict exam conditions is the way to go. It's and it, it will prepare, you'll see by when you get to ITC, you won't panic. You don't have that exam fear or panic because you've gone through this before. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, there's, there's this one that that, that, that question um, spoke about it. Um, is, is is saying, what if now you've got two weeks? How do you plan around that? Um, preparing for this is just after the exams over the weekend looking as well into the exams in November I've got two weeks how do I plan around that how do I ensure that I I try to fit everything enough so that I am um, fully prepared for the exams how do I fully utilize the two weeks that I have okay um so like everyone else our studying styles are different um, but I'll just share a bit what I what worked for me. 
as um, what I used to do, what I did in January, actually, you know, from the first of seasons right up until I wrote, I would make sure I'm sitting at my desk by eight o'clock. And so I used to time myself and say, okay, eight o'clock is my reading time. 8.30, I'm writing my exam from 8.30 to 10, it's two hours, 30 minutes, right, to 11. 11 o'clock, I stop. Or maybe five past 11, fine, give yourself a little bit of leeway. Five past 11, you stop, you close, you go out for a break or a water or 15 minute break. And then I would come back and then at half past 11, I'll start again. Um, reading time until 12, from 12 until 2.30, I write again another paper, another 100 mark question paper. Um, 2.30, I close, I chill for an hour or I fetch the kids from school or whatever. And then I'll come back around four o'clock and then I'll start marking my script. And I would mark my script very strictly because as you are marking as well, you can see where you went wrong, the mistakes that you do, um, the things that you miss. So I'll start marking and that will take me, the marking process usually will take longer. So it will take me time, probably two hours or even three hours. And then once I'm done marking, sometimes I'll close my book and rest. Sometimes I'll then go back, if, especially if I got a very low mark, I'll go back and review that mark. So for me that worked because I got to cover a lot of ITC past questions. I covered quite a lot. Um, two weeks is quite a lot, especially if you're not going to work in the two weeks, it is quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I can guarantee you by man, when you, if you start on Monday, by the time you get to next week, Sunday, you will see the progress. You would have covered a lot. Another thing yeah. that you can do, if you know you struggle in, um, let's say, um, pricing questions for finance, collect the pricing questions and do the pricing questions to see how your progress goes. If no. you know you're fine with auditing, don't spend so much time review auditing do auditing move on focus on your weaker areas focus on the areas that you are weak because those are the ones that need strengthening okay um hope going to the exams now um some kelly is saying thank you okay. um yes um looking at your experience it, it's really stressful these exams yes. how yes. did you kind of um get yourself into a state where you you relax a bit um how do you do that do you, do you go hiking what do you do just to take your mind off things and try to freshen up yeah I mean, it's really a stressful period for a lot of um candidates going to the exams yes. how, how did you do it how did you calm yourself down Okay, um, how did I calm myself down? I'll be honest, sometimes I'll cry. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> Wait, I actually cry. No, I'm being like, I would cry. Like, I'll just put in my room and cry. I need to cry. I just need to cry. And I'll cry. And after crying, you get back up, you wipe your tears. You, you tell yourself, look, this has to be done. And I have to do this. And I'm going to do this. Yeah. So if you need to cry, cry. Don't hold the tears back. Um, also try to get a bit of exercise. It helps me a lot. It refreshes, it the, the body will be tired, but the mind is refreshed. Um, call a friend, call a friend who's been through what you're going through. I used to call my friend and I used to cry and she'll say, no hope, don't cry, you've got this. <laughs> call, a, call a friend if you need to, you know, get some sleep if you need to. If you need to watch whatever movie is there at the moment, watch the movie. 
but um, do whatever you need to do to get the stress out. And once you get the stress out, do what has to be done. Yeah, um, Faith, um, Hope, um, we are just coming towards the end of, of, of our edition. I, I really am enjoying this because I think you're really advising a lot of candidates into trying to, to master the exams coming tomorrow and also the ITC exams coming in November. Um, just a word of advice, word of encouragement for everyone um you, you are saying in your quote i quote what i learned from this journey is that each time you must start again you are not starting from the scratch you are starting from experience so use that start again do not be afraid um how do you motivate um your word of encouragement going forward okay so um what okay my word of encouragement is um if you've been through failure and i'm assuming most people who are writing in november um it's either they failed the first attempt or they had a sub at unisa and they couldn't write the jan and at times it's quite demotivating because you are you feel like you're starting all over but in actual fact you're not starting all over you are building up on what's there so i'll give an example if you wrote itc in january and you didn't pass you already have experience of, for instance, Galaga venue, you know how it looks like. You have experience of the whole three, what happens in the process of what happens when you're writing ITC. You have experience of what you've already studied. So you're not starting from scratch. You are building up from what you already know. So as, especially this is more to people who've been through failure or a lot of failures like me, you're never starting from scratch. You, you, it feels like it's from scratch, but it's never from scratch. You are actually starting from a place of experience. So you actually have an upper hand because you've gone through this, you know this. Thank you, Hope. Thank you. I also understand that you love watching sports. Um, tomorrow, Kaiser no. Chiefs no, 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 or Orlando Pirates. I don't love watching sports. <laughs> ah, you're exposing me now. Wow. I love exercising, not watching sports. Well, I do watch sports. Well, by default, I end up watching sport. So yeah, yeah. by default. Tomorrow, <laughs> Kaiser Chiefs or Orlando Pirates? Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I hope it wins. Yeah, I hope it really wins um, tomorrow because it's at a team. Yo. Okay. Um, I hope. Okay. Thank you very much um, for for spending your time with us. Um, we we've enjoyed being with you. Um, your insight. Um, your encouragement and your advices and um, yeah, the, the candidates are appreciating. They are saying really, thank you very much for, for, for being with us. No, it's a pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. All the best for this weekend. All the best for the night. It's 19th and 20th of November, right? Yes. Yeah, somewhere there. All the best. Okay. We are crossing fingers for you. You can do this guys. Okay, and also good luck with your APC exams in December. You are going to nail thank it. Thank you. Thank you, Susie. All right. All right. Um, thank you, everyone. Enjoy the weekend that is coming. Um, those that are writing tomorrow, enjoy it. Um, it's going to be beneficial. Um, thank you very much. Up until we see you again on the next edition. Have a great night.